Welcome to the Making Leader Moves podcast, the show that brings powerhouse Latinas together to discuss the challenges our comunidades are facing and the moves they took to prioritize joy in their careers. My name is Palette Piñero, your co-host, and I'm here with your other host, Giovanna Rosales. Giovanna, hola! <laughs> well, you already know Giovanna and I love working virtually. Which means that we're usually, you know, wearing a nice blouse like the one I'm wearing today. Thank you, Loft. And we're wearing pajama pants. Or just, yes, Giovanna, <laughs> show, show our YouTube channel, people. Oh, here, we're I can show you. Wearing joggers. And we jogger yes, I'm wearing my, my, I'm wearing my abuelita pants. Yes. But not everyone has the same privilege. And even us, this is very recent. So... <laughs> We get you. If you're not wearing joggers or pajama pants, or you were sent back to the office. We feel you. We see you. We like love you. We're sending care thoughts, prendiendo velitas for you. We were them. I have gotten sent back home. I can share that story later on today. No worries. Oh, leggings. So la flaquita can wear leggings, but uh, you know, if you have an ass, you can apparently. That's why so, I got sent home. <laughs> so Literally. that, yeah, me too. Um. So that's why today's topic is dress to impress. Does professional attire even exist at work anymore? Especially mm. now, post-pandemic. So, Giovanna, who's going to help us dissect this topic today? Yes. So today we are joined by Vanessa Castillo. She is a spiritual and creative entrepreneur, business bestie, and honestly, my personal homie back in Miami. Um, and you can find her at the VCV agency and the Rich Girl Mindset. Ooh. Welcome to Making Leader Moves, Vanessa. Um, we are so excited to have you here. This is a, I, I'm really excited about this topic. It always brings me joy um, because there's such a big debate. So I'm just so excited. I'm excited. Oh yeah, that we have you here out of all people. Like, this is great. Um, so yes, so please tell us a little bit more of who you are, what you do, and do you identify as a woman that only dresses to impress? <laughs> I love this. I love this topic. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm yes. super excited to be here and talk about this topic. This is like, I love this topic. So I've actually been in business for 10 years now. And so I feel like that's a long stretch because I started when I was 23 and you know, that's like a, and I also started as a photographer and a videographer. So it's kind of like when you're in the field at that point, you don't really care about dressing to impress. Like it really doesn't matter. However, um, for me, the whole dressing to impress thing, like it's never a dress to impress thing. For me, it's like a, a feeling thing, right? Like sometimes, and that's why like yesterday was my, not yesterday, was it yesterday? When was my birthday? Two days ago. <laughs> Oh, balloon. that's why we're balloon besties. We're balloon besties right now. <laughs> um, and I put up a, a reel of like, just like me and all my elements. And like, it really shows like how I just feel it out. You know, like, it's not about. Um, I loved it. I saw it and loved it. I was like, you. yes, Vanessa, give it all to us. Yes. <laughs> because yeah, I'm like the type of person that, and I'm a very much like a, an online person right like I'm trying to be anyways so I like to show up when I wait just when I wake up you know like if I have makeup on if I don't I'll put a filter on I won't like I really don't think about anybody else in those situations you know now if I'm going to a place you know where I'm going to like a gala or something like do I want to look my best heck yeah like again it's a feeling thing you know so I think the dress to impress thing is more of like, am I impressing myself? Like, ooh. yes, yes. <laughs> you like, it. am I am I walking through the mirror or like at the mall, the store, and looking by me like, girl, you fine? Oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So sometimes that looks like a casual look, you know, jeans, tees, and sneakers, but I'm still like, ooh, slaying it. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it's like this look because this is how I was feeling today or whatever, you know. So it. it's like, yeah. I love that. I think you, it, that's really what we have to go with is just like how we're feeling that day, you know? And then sometimes it's a matter of like, if you're not feeling it, then you do get dressed up or whatever, because that makes you feel better or something, you know? So it's mm -hmm. like, there you go. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> and to our audio listener, she's wearing a hot pink button down blouse. <laughs> 
with her like red lip, her like cool eyeglasses, <laughs> her like side part, like all of us geriatric millennials do, because you know, you know, we, we, I'm I'm owning it. <laughs> no, we like the side part, not the middle part. We I know I'm just a side part kind of girl. Yeah. <laughs> she got her hoop earrings. Yes, her, her gold necklace. So the chains on the uh. chains on. So that that's that's a feeling. That's the vibe that Vanessa oh, brought today. Love it. That's me all day. So Vanessa, what do companies get wrong about business casual? Like, why is this even still a thing? And sometimes even it's only is Fridays. Because it man, that sucks. If it's still a thing. <laughs> It is. It is. Apparently, you know, that it's totally a thing. It's totally a thing. So it's funny because um, I've been dyeing my hair vivid colors for seven years now. Um, and like, and by, what I mean by that, and I can show you guys pictures like, you know, later. Um, but I started off with like hot pink hair. I then went into like neon green hair. Then I went to like blue. Then I had rainbow hair. So like I've literally had all the colors that you can think of in the hair. This is like my most chill color right now. I went yellow. I was like, oh, let's do a little bit of yellow and orange. We've never done that. <laughs> um, so I've like I said, I've been working for myself for 10 years, right? But what that means is like you get, especially when I was doing photography and videography, I was an independent contractor. So other companies would hire me to, you know, do X, Y, Z. So there was this one specific company that worked out of a, a hotel. So unfortunately, because they worked out of a hotel, they were like things like, you know, like rules. Mm -hmm. And one of those things was that I couldn't have the vivid hair. And I was like, to me, that was like absurd because I was like, mm -hmm. what the hell does it matter? Like, I was still looking like right now, like I look fly, you know, I'm looking good. Mm -hmm. Like, what does it matter if my hair is blue, pink, purple? Like, who cares? Like. I do a damn good job. Like, trust me, the people who I'm working for or doing the videos or photos for, like, they don't care what color my hair is. This is, like, what I'm telling the guy. <laughs> I'm really, like, trying to wrap my head around, like, so, like, what do you want me to do? Like, you know, like, it's my hair. Should You're I like the memes now that say, yo no sabo. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Exactly. So, whatever. At the time, I was living with a roommate who, like, happened to have a bunch of wigs. You know? She just, she just has wigs. Mm -hmm. And one of them was just, like, this really, like, long black, like, with bangs and everything. Like, I really had to channel this whole alter ego because to put this wig on, at least it was a damn good wig. Like, it was good hair. <laughs> so, whatever. I put the wig on and shit, you know. I'm, like, wearing their, their like, little button-up with their logo and stuff. I'm feeling super awkward, but also super, like, okay. Like, I'm just going with it because I'm a super go with the flow person. And that's what I do. And also, I was just starting out my career. So what am I? Who am I to be like? Nah, man, I'm not gonna hide my hair. Like today, I would be. Today, I'd be yep. like, yo, no, you're not. We're not going there. <laughs> like, <laughs> if, yeah, like, if are I, you hiring? If I need to cover my hair, then clearly I'm not the person for you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But back then, I was like, all right, I went with it. I put the wig on, whatever. I got so many compliments about my my like look that day. I was like offended. I was like, this is not my hair. I wanted to tell everybody, this is not my hair. This is a wig. It's not me. It's also like, it's not me. Like, it's you're not, not getting not a representation of like. <laughs> of who, who I, I am. am. Yeah. Exactly. And then I realized, you know, like once I, because that was the only time I ever did that, dude. Like, I never did that again. Right. <laughs> and I realized that like, the more me I was, the more it, it like, yeah, like people were drawn to me and people would come to me and they would like ask me questions. And it brought more of that connection that I like. In business because it's not just about like the services that I provide and like what I can do for you like I'm all about whether I'm working with you um, as an independent contractor or a client or whatever like in this day and age like I make everybody my fam so okay. if we can't be fam then like is no and if you're gonna be judging my hair then we're definitely not fam <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I, mean? but I think that brings up a really great point right because I know I had to do something similar where I had a they basically had told me that I had to take out my nose ring. Um, so I've had my nose ring pier. I've had my nose pierced three times already. I'm really thinking about going for number four tomorrow for my own birthday <laughs> present. Like that's my own birthday present. Yeah. But I have been like tops and turvy about it because I think I still have that mindset that when I first started out, 
I was like, in order, they always tell you dress for the part that you want to have. Mm. And you're like, okay, I this guess you want to be an executive. So mm-hmm. let me just dress in pantsuits all day. And then when I had to do, you know, when I was working with this client, they were just like, well, in, in finer words, it was basically a bougie client. And they're like, that's not the aesthetic that we're going for. So you can take out your nose ring, take it, put it in, take it out, put it in. And I was like, guys, this is like a two month long program. I'm not going to be doing that. I, I don't have the time to like go on clear, like put a clear one on. Cause this was, this was again, like 12 years ago, like where Amazon wasn't even a thing really. <laughs> so, like I couldn't, I couldn't just go to the piercing shop, but basically what I'm trying to say is like, I'm so happy that, you know, yes, you did that in the beginning and you only did it once because now your family or your clients or everyone is hiring for your expertise and not how you look. They're hiring you for what you know and not what you look like. Exactly. And I think that that's the most important thing is like, just lead with, with value and that, because forget what you look like. Right. And also like, let's, let's be realistic with what we're, we're trying to achieve, right? Like if we mm-hmm. if we want to get a job in a, whatever, like a corporate world or whatever, then you know that you're going to have to like dress the part or whatever. So if that's not in alignment with your soul, then that's not the gig for you. You know what I mean? Like if you do want to be chilling, working at home, then there's opportunities out there that have that job for you to be chilling, working at home. You know what I mean? So, but if you want to like look the part every day, then there's a job out there to be able to like get you dressed up and looking the part every day. You know what I mean? So, and I also think that like, it doesn't really, like I said earlier, like it's really a a feeling based thing. Right. So like this whole boss lady V thing, like, do I always have to look like a boss lady? No, dude. Like I am the boss. You are the boss lady. If I look this way today, that's how I look. And if I look this way today, that's how I look. And it's really interesting because a lot of the clients that I attract are older women. So literally women who are trying to feel more comfortable in their own skin and just be more like me, like, I just want to be me and attract the the people that are cool with that. And that's that. (laughs) It happens happens to me too. I get, I would say like 60% of my clients are women in their late forties, early fifties that they're like, I cannot put up with this bullshit anymore. How did you do it in your 30s? Can you fucking help me? Exactly. Or like I see my child or my niece going into the workforce and I realize that they're not putting up with this BS. I don't need to. Can you support me? Can you help me get there? And I love that because I, so a couple of years back, um, I used to work in, I, I used to be the one that like, I worked at a Catholic college and I had to like dress every day and I hated, I felt like it took my soul <laughs> every day when I put nice. the, the yeah. suit. But a couple of years ago, I used to work um, in visiting, doing home visits for older adults as a social worker. And, you know, my clients were older adults. Most of my clients were in protective service cases. So around abuse, about family and neglect. And I would have to go into people's homes that were neglected and they have uh, bed bugs. Mm. They had medical conditions. Mm. You know, I, I would go into a client's home. I remember, I remember that he had run out of diapers and was soiled for, and couldn't move from his bed and have been soiled for four days mm. because of family neglect and abuse. So, and then, but my job wanted me to go like, you know, with, with the button down shore. And I was like, so is that realistic? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to feel like, like, especially when doing that, like you're, you want to feel like kind of equal to someone, you know, like you don't want to feel like you're this like, oh, you know, I'm your social worker or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm, like, you. Yeah, I'm here. I'm your friend. Like, you know, this is, I'm here for you. Like, so, and that's why it's like about comfort at that point. Right. And and yeah. it's funny because there's a lot of times where I look like that, you know, I'm wearing a blouse, I'm wearing a skirt. I'm like all dressed up from the top. And then I'm wearing my white sneakers. And I do that cute. all the time too. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, 
you know what who cares like mm -hmm. it's not and the thing is like as women we we were brought up to you know wear the heels and the dresses and the this and the and like fuck that dude like <laughs> and people always compliment my fashion which is hilarious because if they only knew how much actual thought went into it zero <laughs> to almost none like swear to god like so it's just again how i feel that day like you know if i'm feeling vibrant if i'm feeling black if i'm feeling tea if i'm feeling blouse if i'm feeling skirt like what's the confidence that what what attracts people to you and how you wear is the confidence that you're mm -hmm. very clear on what you wear that that it represents your personality exactly. and you know there there is women that like my mom likes doing her hair every day oh, God. my mom works at a hospital so she puts the scrubs when hey. she gets to the Kudos hospital to her, <laughs> and she's full makeup full she loves it she loves it she has her nice sneakers that's what makes her so happy and that's what makes her happy that's how she you know what up. at the end of the day dude you're wearing scrubs and yeah she you know she she i would like, i i honestly probably would be your mom i would be yeah. with my hair and my and my and my accessories yeah like, she has whatever i could do to make it give it some personality she <laughs> like you know buys the nice ones and cinches the waist and she does the whole thing I yeah. that's what well, i think it is i think it's mm -hmm. about honoring your personality and not worrying too much about what other people are thinking because the more that you honor your, that personality and you feel comfortable in it and you're confident and you don't give a flying F, who says what, then it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like, for example, like like I told you, this yellow hair color is like the first time that I've ever gone like yellow. And it's kind of like people are calling this like normal. They're like, oh, this is like a normal hair color for you. I'm like, this is normal. I'm like, OK, cool. Thanks. And then I have to go like, yeah, I don't like it, you know, because they like all my vibrant colors and whatever. I'm like, I don't care. What, like. Do you think that I dyed my hair for you? Because that's cute. Like, you know, I know that like, I go online and I ask you guys for your opinion, but that's more for like fun. Like, you know, let's let's have some fun with this. But I'm not actually going to like pay attention to that in a way where I'm going to like make it my decision. You're making decision. decision. Like, nah, like, you know, yeah, I'll, let, I'll have some fun with this. Like, OK, people want me with purple. People want me in pink. Bam, I got yellow. Like, what? <laughs> the hell i'll have pink or purple next time like who cares and that's the thing it's about ourselves right it's about like not judging ourselves not thinking that oh i have to wear this because fulanita is wearing that and i you know i'm going to this event and i know that people are going to be wearing this and i have to wear like no dude come on that we're so past that we're so past that. i feel like at least i feel like we're so past that because it's two, 2021 like I haven't had a corporate job since 2011. So I'm at the point where I'm like, dude, ain't nobody can tell me nothing. And I think everybody should be there. Like, don't yeah. know. Like, you're not living my life, bro. Okay? Hi, <laughs> Vanessa. Okay. Well, you definitely told us about, you know, one of your horror stories when it came to dressing the part. Um, but I just finished reading a few articles. One was on Newsweek and the other one was on The Muse about professionalism and business attire. And the common thing that I kept on reading was professional attire is meant to keep the playing field level amongst peers and the workforce. Um, but I ask myself, and yet, is that even possible um, when we all make different salaries and we yeah, all come from different neighborhoods or different barrios? So I don't have a sax. I don't have uh, Nordstrom, you know, like I literally have a Marshall's three blocks from my house. Right. I have. Um, so it's just it's funny to me that these that they're talking about leveling the play field. That's why they have dress attire. But how do how is that? How does that make sense? Like I said, again, I'm more so like what le leveling the playing field of what, though? Yeah, like, I use my hundred dollar love pants for five years. I still have them. After the pandemic, they no longer close, but they're there, but they were $100, and I will use them four days a week. Because sure. <laughs> I was going to get those $100 out, like, <laughs> like right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't think that, especially in a workforce or whatever, like, I don't think that what you wear has anything to do with the playing field and, like, 
any of that mumbo jumbo. Like, first of all, energy is everything. So I vibe with people who are super chill, people who are dressed to the nines. So it's like, no me vengas con cuento that our clothes is like giving us some type of energy, like connection. No, I don't even know what you just said about the work and leveling out the, no. It doesn't even make sense. Like, yeah. no. It, and it kind of like makes sense that everyone is wearing a uniform because it's, you know, uh, you, you're that no one's it. competing for that like the most expensive. Yeah. No one's <laughs> competing for the most expensive pants or sweatshirt or I don't know, Yeezys. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but. But people will always show up their personality with the rest. Yes, like, we exactly. can all have the uniform, but, like, what's the vibe? How confident are you in your skin or with what you're wearing? Um, like, you, know. you, for example, your mom in the in the hospital, like, industry, in that world, that's a perfect example, right? Because mm -hmm. they all have to wear scrubs. Now, what companies have done is they've made, like, scrubs cool, and they give them mm -hmm. personalities. And that's exactly where the personality thing comes into play. So, you know, people will have vibrant scrubs. Some people will have the normal scrubs. Some people got some... There's, like, really cool scrubs out there. I don't even know. I, like, yes. I don't even know how to explain them on the podcast because I don't even know how to explain them. But there's a lot of cool shit out there. So it's, like... That's what it's a matter of. It's like your personality starts to shine whether or not you have to wear a uniform or you're being told what to wear. Like, so again, I think that it's a matter of like get, doing something that just makes you happy and makes you feel whole. Like, it's not about the, at the end of the day, it's not about what we're wearing. Like, we can all be naked for Pete's sake. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? It's like the nipple conversation. Yes. You know, it's like the same thing. <laughs> my daughter has that conversation with me constantly of why do I have to wear a shirt if boys don't have to wear a shirt I'm flat mom look, look touch here. she'll do it she'll be like mira mira I'm, I'm, flat. Here. I'm flat I don't have nothing <laughs> oh my god I love that this is why I love kids this is why because they have such a pure like view on yeah they're like what the that makes no sense it makes no sense mom you know mm -hmm. and, and she's right and, you're like, and, and you i'm like you right? are right like you <laughs> are i write like fuck how I, do you tell her you're right but you're but unfortunately the, the, let's go to spain then let's go move mm -hmm. to spain please i know <laughs> switzerland i'm coming take me i have my friend is moving to switzerland and i'm like is your she said oh if i was married they would pay for like relocation for the whole family i'm like but we can be sister wives right <laughs> take me please i can do this shit from anywhere in the world for sure for <laughs> take sure. me with you yeah so, I think i've i've paid attention throughout my life um and i guess that that's why like i had the opportunity to quit my corporate job in 2011 um because I went to go study abroad I was still in I was still in college when I did this but I went to go study abroad and so like I feel like those like because I've also been working since 14 you know like at least like on and off type stuff so I've I've worked a lot and I've paid attention to like how many rules there were that I'm like why are there so many rules like I don't understand why there's so many rules and that's why like now as a business owner like like I said like I hire people that I just vibe with like It's not about how you look. It's not about not. It's about if I vibe with you and if you do a damn good job and that's it. Like, you know, and then the same thing with the client. Like, do I vibe with you and uh, do, like you trust me to do a good job? Cool. Because the rest is like, yo, so many rules. Like I worked at a hotel once. The same thing. It was like the piercings, but I didn't have any on my face. They were all on my ears. So I it was like, I have seven of them or whatever. It's like, they just wanted me to have the one. I'm like, bro, I've had this second piercing since second grade. I'm like, mm -hmm. I got this third one. Like, who knows when? I'm like, these I got in high school. I'm like, they're stuck. They don't even come out. So I'm like, lady, like, nobody's looking at my ears. Like, <laughs> I got fired from the Hilton. On top of the fact that I was doing room service. Do you honestly <laughs> think? That the people that are getting their room service are looking at my ears and wondering why does this girl have seven ear piercings? No. 
So I, I like got fired. I got <laughs> fired from the Hilton for for not wanting to wear black socks. I oh. used to work at the like the gift shop at the Hilton, El Ponce Hilton. Hey, I lasted a week because I didn't wear black socks. I wore socks with my muñequitos that you couldn't see because I was right. wearing long pants, long black pants. pants. And I said, "Are you? Do you provide them? <laughs> because that sounds like a <laughs> uniform." And she said, "That's an expense that you have to make for your career." And I was like, "What oh. career?" Working at the gift shop of the Hilton is not a career. I can't. Um, I think you're serious. Oh, bye. I was gonna say, yeah, she meant that when she's young. Like she meant that. that. No, she meant it. She She meant it. Like seriously, like (laughs) other girls were crying. I'm like calling. I remember one of the coworkers. Well, that was happening. She called someone at home, like, please bring me black socks. And I was like, I'm doing that. You can go fire me. And she did. And I just walked out and went to the casino. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm here for this story. <laughs> yes, man. Uh, forget that. Uh, man, like, no, it's so weird, especially with things like that. It's like, come on. And so definitely doesn't matter because Mm-mm. it's no like and I think what it is is that people just want to have some kind of control over yes. you as a person and that's where I'm like I'm not okay with that like because I'm doing Especially my job women this, I'm doing this and I'm doing that like why does anything else matter and like why do you have to have that sort of control and why can I at least have some kind of personality in whatever I do have to wear to work here or whatever, you know, like mm-hmm. it's ridiculous. That's like Especially telling you, like, well, oh, you gotta straighten your hair because you got curly hair. Like, yes. Okay. Well, that's funny because yeah. I was I was gonna point out again on another article that I read on Newsweek. It was saying that women get beyond scrutinized. Like the percentage is ridiculously higher for women than men, and it has to do and it all starts with like stemming of heels, right? Like. How tall can your heels be? How high should they be? How not high should they be? Um, the article had even referenced that instead of um, when the when the elections were happening with Hillary Clinton, people weren't even paying attention to what she was saying. They were mocking how short her heels were. Um, and I was like, real, like wow. this is right. And then um, we had talked about how I had uh, I had gotten sent home one time with. Um, and then being told that I had to change pants because my pants were too tight. And I was just like, first of all, I've been working this program for more than a year. There's only two shows left. How are you going to tell me to go home? Like, I literally only had 11 days left to work. And they were just like, well, you know, I guess this person decided to roll to like, you know, on the ro- wake up on the wrong side of the bed. And they were just first like, well, they yeah, weren't yeah. approved. They weren't approved. Everything was bothering them that day. Yeah. And I was like, so who's paying for these? Because I like same thing, I guess, Paulette. Like, I don't, I mean, yeah, who's gonna buy these pants yeah. this should have been this should have been not approved come day of training. You all told right. us to come into what we were wearing. I wore these, no one had said anything. So I had gotten sent to, um, right, I had gotten sent to the store to go purchase some. And I was like, well, Lord knows that that could take me the whole day. And it sure did take me the whole day because I like refused. I was just like, I don't understand why I should be penalized because my bumpies looks real good in these and you don't yes. know how to handle it. And right. the worst part was that like, I wasn't like, we were literally in poofy jackets because we were like outside. So I was wearing a poofy jacket and it just so happened that the jacket wasn't covering me. It was like at hip length. And so we get scrutinized for that. We get scrutinized for having curly hair. I've gotten scrutinized for how big my hoops are. Um, I've actually been told not to wear hoops and to only wear studs. And then that's when you're just like, is this a uniform or is this robbing me of my identity? Right. I've been wearing hoops since the age of like five months. Right. So I don't know what the hell. I like, um, I like how you worded that. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. Seriously. And I think, and it's it definitely, definitely robbing me of my identity for real because I'm already wearing the damn uniform. Yeah. <laughs> and we, right. And then I feel like even as Latinas, we get even more scrutinized because our features are definitely a lot different, right? Like, I definitely have more hip than, you know, my counterpart. I definitely have more hip than my counterpart. And I'm getting penalized for it. Like, that's not my problem. And sometimes we even feel bad 
bad about it. Like, I how are we feeling bad about we thick and shit? Like, I got anything to do with this. Like, like I can control these curves mm-hmm. and shit, you know? So mm-hmm. I think that it, it sucks because society does it to us. But mm-hmm. I think that that's why we have to take the control in our life to be like, no, I do not want to do this because it does not feel right. And I do not like that. And then just start doing more of the things that do feel more aligned, even if that means quitting your job or whatever. I know it's scary yes. sometimes, but like, fuck, man, I'd rather be happy, you know? Like, I'd rather be al- like aligned and fulfilled than than just being told I can't wear hoops or I can't have yeah. my hair curly today or I can't that's have. That's why I go back to that. That's why I want to in the morning. I want to be yeah. chill. Like mm-hmm. what? No, yeah. So I'm more of like, nah, stand your motherfucking ground and like let's let's be out here, yo. Yeah. <laughs> in all in all of ourselves. Like all of this is me, this is all of me. And okay. it's so scary. It's so I all of my clients are ready to quit and they quit after coaching. And it's because the issue yes, the issue is the salary. Yes, the issue is their management. Yeah, they're the the issue is the culture. At the end of the day, the issue is that the company does not support you and doesn't allow you to be your best self at work. That's the end and end thing because if they're not paying you the right what they should be paying, your market value for your experience, for your impact, for what you bring, for your commitment, then you're you're only thinking about la deuda or the kids, or can I pay this? Or like, can I wear the outfit? Like you're always worrying about something Everything you just is something you're worried about. We should never be thinking about things that we're worried about because there's always an alternative to that mm-hmm. worry. Like there's always another side to that thought. So instead of thinking about that, like rewire that thought and that frame of thinking to the other side of it. So like, oh, I can't, whatever, whatever, all those things that you just said, like the other side of it, because it's, it's there. Like all those alternatives are also there. So it's a matter of just like looking at that part. You know what I mean? It is possible. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is possible. And it is scary as shit. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Scary as shit. But it's so fucking cool. Cause it's your scary shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You and own that you scary to, shit. Like, make the rules and they're mm-hmm. your rules and they're for you. And like, whoever's not aligned with it, cool good yeah. that's cool that that weaves, weeds it out that weeds it out <laughs> mm-hmm. and if no one gave you permission giovanna vanessa and i are giving you today permission to permission. leave that environment that doesn't allow you to show up you can do it there's hundreds of people that we can talk to you can work with giovanna you can work with vanessa you can work with me we'll help you get out of that space because there is and it's light at the end of the tunnel. There's another way to live your life where joy is the priority 100%. rather than, you know, Fear. robot checklist. This is what I need to create for others. Yeah. It's, it's like in the workforce, we have so many things that we have to worry about, right? Deadlines, KPIs, OKRs, et cetera, et cetera. We just finished having a quarterly meeting. The last thing I should worry about is seeing if my shirt buttons or if it's too much cleavage popping out because I battle that shit too. Like that's the last thing I need to worry about rather than show up to the meeting and be my best self. Mm -hmm. Like, and that's just another point to how what Paulette was saying, like you can't, like they suck out all the joy. You can't even perform a hundred percent because you're worried about, about you're worried about BS that you shouldn't even have to be worried about. Like Mm -hmm. if anything, be thankful that I made that bus on time with my two <laughs> kids during COVID to like make sure that they're actually put in some like nursery or jardinera, right? And I actually made it to work. Like this is what we should be thankful for, not like exactly. Oh, and that's oh, the thing you're like, not wearing show black more gratitude, hats. man. Show more gratitude for your people for yes. what they're doing, for showing up. Like you just said, mm-hmm. like people don't show enough gratitude to their to their like their their people that are like mm-hmm. helping them build their company. It's like, mm-hmm. yo, where does the, yeah. where does the, where's the love? Exactly. <laughs> where is the yeah. love? You These know? are people that are deciding intentionally to help you fulfill your dreams and your vision. The least that you can do is build a space that allows them to grow and thrive 
be thankful and let them be themselves. Let, let them, them be. show up. Yes, let them let show them up. Be. Another thing about showing up as yourself, we are very curious because I have a tattoo, but no one can see it. But oh. how have you have you faced any discrimination due to tattoos or piercings? For sure, dude. I've I've had tattoos <laughs> since the end of time, <laughs> and I started getting like really visible with things. Well, for a while, because I I even had my wrist already like in high school. So, man, tattoos. That's so interesting. This is a this is a good topic. <laughs> <laughs> we're taking the sip of tea, so so we're ready. <laughs> Again, bro. Fuck what anybody thinks, like. And the thing with tattoos is, like, no matter where they are, because I got a whole freaking sleeve, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a whole thing going on over here. So at the end of the day, like I just did right now, like, you can't even tell that I got tattoos right now. You know what I mean? So get the tattoo if you want the tattoo. Don't worry about the whatever job. Like I said, now, if you're young and you're listening to this, you know, <laughs> talk to your parents. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go to the basement tattoo Don't place go tattoo that your friend's yourself. cousin. My mom knew about all my tattoos. I didn't go do anything behind anybody's back, okay? Yeah, no, for, none of your friend's cousin that does tattoos. He's really good, I promise. Yeah. I've seen pictures. Don't do that. No, yeah, no, no. Don't, don't, don't trust anybody do who do works that. at the bar, at the tattoo parlor. And like, I've always no. invested good money in my tattoos. They cost mm -hmm. money. Don't go the cheap mm -hmm. route, I promise. It's going to be on your body forever. Your body will stretch. Yep. <laughs> You want good ink on there. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think with the tattoos thing, I've always just like, if I know that I need to cover it up because whatever, for whatever reason, like in, the, in those times where I was just starting out my career and I was like saying yes to more things and I didn't want to, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I would just cover them up and I didn't give a shit. But I also, like I have a tattoo behind my ear too. So it's kind of like you either see it or you don't, but I'm not out here like telling people like, oh, I got tattoos. Is that going to be a problem? Bro. Hell no. And when you're applying to things, that's the thing is like nobody knows. Right. So it's like mm -hmm. you're not you're not out here like like telling people like, yeah, I have seven tattoos, two of which you can probably see. Uh, you know? So it's like on your resume. Yeah. Like and that's why there's that's why at least like in 20, at least I feel I don't know, but I'm hoping and I'm thinking that there are a lot more companies that are a lot like more open minded and they are willing to hire more people that are just like themselves and they're you know like there's not so much control over it and the people that are still controlling shit those are just people that are just trying to control shit like that's a, a whole other conversation <laughs> you know what i mean yes. of control freaks that's like it is official i'm gonna go get my fourth nose piercing <laughs> I've been thinking yeah. about it since forever, but I think it's because I've been stuck in that like mindset. And because of the fact that when I started so young, everyone was like, you know, you got to look professional. You want to be professional. And now that we're out here getting our own clients, but it's like, they reach out to me, right? It's not even me really reaching out to them. Dude, my tattoos, my hair, my nails, my, like all of the things that make me me are conversation starters. So it's uh -huh. like people come up to you and they compliment it and then it becomes a, you know, a conversation and then bam, that's a connection because they felt like they, something called to them, you know, like uh -huh. something in you called to them and they felt obligated to say something. And then that's so cool because now here we are talking. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if I didn't, didn't look this way, you probably wouldn't have come up to me and we probably wouldn't be talking. Mm -hmm. That's true. But that's me just having to do a little bit more mindset shift. A mindset shift. A exactly. little mindset shift. Because exactly. it's, it's been on my radar for like, oh, like at least half a year. And I just think it's that, like you had said, like they're reaching out to me. They're coming to look for me. They wouldn't have reached out to me if they didn't think that they related in mm -hmm. some form or fashion. Also... You have to remember that we are the creators of our life, right? So you thinking this like, oh, I can't, I shouldn't get this. And you want it because clearly you're saying you want it, you know? So that's the thing. It's like when you really, really, really want something, right? And then you don't get it because you're thinking about all these external factors that have nothing to do with you and what you want, right? Like you're literally not even thinking about what you want at that point because now you're thinking about this scenario this scenario this scenario 
that's the part where you have to like remember that you're creating that reality. So by you doing that, <laughs> so true. What is what's gonna happen? Like maybe maybe you're not gonna be meant for entrepreneurship because you're thinking that one day you might have to get a job where you're gonna have to look professional and you're creating this false reality. Mm-hmm. And you're not getting this piercing because of this false reality. When instead you can own your truth, get your piercing, and start attracting the reality that you actually want. Right. So by getting the piercing, you're already putting yourself in that position to attract what you want because the universe is now listening and being like, oh, oh, girl, okay, you're taking it serious. You're working for yourself. <laughs> you're going to do this? Okay. And so it all starts to like, you know, it's like a puzzle, yo. The, the world is a puzzle and we're like, you know, putting the pieces of the puzzle. So that's what I'm saying. Like, I've just been paying attention my whole life. To what I don't like, what I don't like, what I don't like. That when I started finally like, you know what? Because even my mom was telling me not to get colored hair. And one day I just showed up with purple pink hair. And she was like, whoa. She's like, you know, but it actually looks really good on you. And then everybody started saying, oh, it actually suits you. Oh, it actually suits you. Oh, it actually suits you. I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? Like, of course it suits me. I'm me. Your abuelitos, your abuelitas and abuelitos will survive. They will freak out. They will look they at will, you. They will be fine. They will be like. Oh, my grandfather. Oh, my God. Tattoos. Whoa. That was like my abuelo, too. Yeah. But that's it. Like, it starts becoming so normal and it does start becoming it so suits you or whatever. Yeah. It's like it's not that it suits me, yo. It's my personality and it's shining now. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. I told my abuelo, if you got over me getting pregnant at 19 and having a child at 20, you can get over the tattoo that no one can see. Right. So funny. Work with that, Awilo. Work with us. Work, Work with, with us. us. That's so funny. Thank God my grandmother was all about my grandmother was a, a she made herself a redhead. So when I came with pink and purple hair, she was all about it. There if anything, go. she was just like el rojo, like el rojo siguiente. I was like, oh, mm. okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me take you. Let me take you to the store. You're yes, right. that was my grandmother, honestly. Vanessa, so obviously, thank you so much for your spiritual guidance. Anyone who wants to get those tattoos and piercings, go now. You heard it from our spiritual guidance. Talk to your parents. If you're younger now, if you're, you know, 18 or younger, go talk to your parents. Go talk to your parents. Okay, (laughs) Vanessa, here at Making Leader Moves, we love normalizing failures as part of making our personal leader moves. Can you tell me about a recent failure and how you kept focused on your goals? And we'll share ours. Yes. So it's not just you. No worries. <laughs> We're all about talking failure Can you repeat it? Because you kind of broke up. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we love normalizing failure as part of making leader moves. Can you tell me about a recent failure and how you kept focused on your goals? <laughs> listen okay i'm gonna tell you about some failures for sure i'm gonna tell i'm gonna go ahead and get so transparent i'm gonna give you professional and personal oh now the thing about what i will say before though is that failure is awesome dude like Mm -hmm. what i what i realized most recently and i mean most recently in like the last like month is that what I'm actually most scared of is not failure because I've realized that like I fail all the time and that's okay. Like, why the fuck? But what I'm scared of for real, for real, is like the real success, right? Like real success. <laughs> yes. Scary. Call but now out. I'm like owning it. Like I just turned 33 the other day. So now I'm like, you know what? I think I'm ready for success. Like for real. So now I'm like, okay, Vanessa, like let's 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 creep into this fear because we're used to that and we're like, you know, we always step out of our comfort zone. So like now I'm just like doing other things so that I can like, yeah, I'm trying to be more, yeah, no, fuck that shit. So okay, but failures, let's talk about some failures real quick. I'm glad that we're talking about this. So Yay. number one, let's talk about professional failures. So real quick. Um, VCV agency, right? We help like businesses with their online presence. We help them expand their brand, right? So from branding, marketing, storytelling, we really like take the aspect of storytelling and connecting and like, you know, attracting their, their clients. Like, it's not just about like putting content out and whatever, whatever. It's like really like, like, nah, let's make a story and like connection so that we really attract these people and they really feel like we're talking to them. So 
as an agency, right? Like, remember, I was, I'm self-founded. Like, I started this off as like a solopreneur. I realized in 2015, after three years of doing stuff that like, I wanted to like work with other people and I couldn't do other, like all these things by myself anyways. So I started like building my creative collective, you know? I was like, all right, let's do this. This is various creative visionaries. I want to like make this a thing. Cause I really, I really thrive in like team settings too. So I like, I like working with other people. So as an agency, right, 2015, all the way to 2020, it was the pandemic, you know what I'm saying? So it's like tough times, but we're still like pushing through. We lost a few like small time clients. And I mean like small, like local people, you know, because we work with like local brands, big brands, small brands, whatever. We're here for whoever, again, whoever is attracted to us. So um, during the pandemic, we attracted, I attracted this big time client. I'm like, you know, I was really excited because they were like, they wanted the the whole nine, like, you know, brand new branding, marketing, visuals, but todo. So graphics, like everything. It was like my dream come true. I was like, as an agency, I'm like, yes, you know, like everybody's gonna have something to do, you know, the blogger, the graphic designer, like everybody. I'm so excited. So I put them on a three month trial because that's how I started off. You know, I'm like, look, because for me, it's also like, yeah, I might have attracted you, but I also have to like feel it out, you know, because mm-hmm. as, as a founder to founder, like, I don't know if we're going to be jiving like certain situation, you know, so the three month gives me like also time to be like, look, out, you know, yes, I want to keep going or no, I don't. Mm-hmm. So amazing client. I was super excited, whatever, whatever it I don't know what happened to these people. But in the one month, mind you, we did like. We did amazing stuff in the one month, right? I guess they expected, like, their expectations were not realistic based on our initial conversation. And after the one month, she was like, look, I can't work with you guys anymore. I got to pull out of my contract. So I'm like, what the hell? Because, dude, I was, like, up day and night, you know, like, putting Mm -hmm. together presentations, working with all the, the team, and the team was excited. And, like, she literally just, like, shoop, like, pulled out. And it was like, and then I had one more meeting with her and she was like, okay, I'll think about it, whatever, whatever. So I was like, okay, yeah, you know, we're going to get her back. She loves me that much. I love her too. And she's just like, no, whatever. So all their shit is like, still, you know, it's been like three months. All their shit is still the same. I'm like so sad about it. We lost this huge client that was like the client that was going to like mm-hmm. catapult us into like, you know, like the the world of like, so people know who VCV is and this like bigger grand scheme of things. And like, it was just so sad because then I had to like tell the team like, oh, we lost this client. Like, you know, that sucks when you're like, you know, so huge failure. It was, that was like a huge fail. Like I was just like so sad for like two weeks. And then I was like, you know what? Of course. It's not meant to be. And then that's how I felt. Like it's not meant to be. And then literally like three weeks after that, I got told by my landlord, I was living in my my dream loft. I had manifested this loft three years ago. I was living in it, living my dreams, working from home, chilling uh, in downtown Miami, all the things. And then this man, I'm a loyal freaking tenant. And this man is like, oh, uh, you got 30 days to move out. I'm selling the apartment and the new owners are moving in. I'm like, what the hell is happening? So it's like, that's what I'm saying about the universe. Like sometimes the like, I didn't understand why we lost that client, you know? And it made no sense, but it's like, everything just like started happening the way that it was supposed to happen. Because then obviously we couldn't find a place to live in 30 days. That's like damn near impossible, especially mm-hmm. right now in Miami. Like yep. my, my cousin was crazy. like three months in Miami and would cry every day on the phone. Like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> exactly. So... To get a little somber real quick, but not too bad, I had to move into my grandfather's house, which is still completely furnished because he had just passed away like one month before I got that client. So it's like, dude, everything sometimes just happens and sometimes it's just like fail, 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 and you just feel bad, 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 bad. (laughs) But you know in that moment, like literally there will be times where I'll be sad, I'm crying, I'm like feeling like the world is like, you know, stacked up against me, but I'm literally like looking at the sun or something or the sky and I'm like, I know I'm going to get out of this, it's fine. Like, I don't know when, but I know I'll be out soon. (laughs) 
And then, you know, you just start doing little things that brings your soul back. Mm-hmm. Like putting mm-hmm. on the makeup, putting on the blouse or, or yeah. whatever. Or just like showing up on social media and being like, hey, guys, I had a fucking whack-ass month. <laughs> but here <Yeah>. I am. <laughs> you know? So, again, it's like, it's not about, and I know that sometimes it becomes hard because we're all living in this online world and like you know we're trying to show up and we're trying to help people and we're trying to like build things and like but sometimes that's why we got to honor ourselves because it's about us at the end of the day like if we're Mm -hmm. not in our full complete like self and okay with being okay and the not being okay situations Mm -hmm. then you know yeah mm -hmm, exactly i need water now Yovana, do you want to do your failure or, or do you want me to do mine first? Oh, yeah, I could do mine very quickly. Um, so yesterday I did an IG live with uh, Angeli as well as Ilona. All of us are Libra. So I was like, you know, let's all have a roundabout with lifestyles. I, I announced the launch of the podcast, which officially took place yesterday. And then I was like, yeah, and I'm also going to launch my website at 5 p.m., my personal website. So if you need to find me for, you know, consulting, coaching, et cetera, YovanaRosales.com. Uh, still haven't launched it because I haven't finished it. According to me, I was going to have everything pressed, prim, and proper. No, and I still have to work on one more tab, which is just like showing off my work. But once that's done, I want to say it's going to be out tomorrow. But the thing is, like, to me, it was a fail because I literally said it out loud. I said it in public and I said it on real Mm -hmm. time. Um, And so maybe there's people out there looking for me and I'm just like, you know, you can find me on Instagram. You know, you can find me on LinkedIn. Does it suck that my website's not up? Yeah, I expect to have it in by Friday, by tomorrow. Um, but that's still a little fail. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? I didn't cry about it. And I still got to go to sleep yesterday. Like, and that's how I know, even though, yes, there's a little, obviously, there's always going to be mind shift things that we have to work on on a daily basis. It's those bigger ones that you're just like, okay, I am growing. Because like Vanya said, was she in different mode? Oh, of course, she was in different mode like for a month. She just said so herself. But you know what? Like she took that time. She honored it. She knew who she was. She knew what she was going through, rolling with the punches. And then she finally came back. She wasn't at 100% and she knew that, but she was ready to be brave again. And I think again, right, we're always talking about bravery. Like it doesn't have to be perfect. You just have to be brave enough to show up. And so she was brave enough to know her place and her heart to be like, all right, y'all, I'm not hundred percent fam, but I'm here to, to, to take in your help, to take exactly. in your, like, I'm here for community now. Exactly. So the people who needed to show up for her showed up for her. Like I'm going to show up for myself today. Like, yeah, you didn't get to your website yesterday. You didn't launch it. That's all right. No big deal. You could do it today or you could do it tomorrow on your actual birthday. Like Give that shit to yourself. Like, honor yes. yourself by doing that. It's okay. Exactly. Don't worry about it. And I know that's how I That's how I know all of us are growing at our own pace by, like, being like, oh, that shit sucked. Sure, I didn't get to it when I said I would. But it's cool. I'm not, like, right? Like, we're not out here, like. Exactly. It's not the biggest deal in the world is what I'm trying to it's say. Not, <laughs> not. And you can't hold yeah. it against yourself. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Like, cause you you know that it's gonna be okay, and you know you're still gonna get the website done. Yeah. yeah. You know that shit's still gonna get popping. You know that you'll get out of the funk. Like, yeah. things are always going to get better. Again, it's that other side of the coin. It's like you know that there's another side to the coin. So exactly. Knowing that there's another side to the coin is mm-hmm. like cool. At least I know that there's another side to the coin. Am I mm-hmm. ready to flip it? Not yeah. right now. But I'll be ready. I'll, it'll come. It'll come. And it always and comes. Like, yeah. Thing. And like the thing that I know is like, I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to launch it tomorrow. And like, I want to say, like, since we're on Q4, I already know a month in, I'm going to have to rearrange some stuff because some stuff is changing on my business and internally. I already know this. So I already know, even though it's going to be launched, it's not going to be perfect because it's going to be ever evolving. And if it's not evolving, then that's an issue because that yes. means that you're not growing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So exactly. there we go. Paula, yes. you're a fail. Yes. Before I share my fail, I always tell people, so listeners, if you're in a funk, if you didn't achieve the goal, didn't work out, this is what you need to do. Ask yourself every morning, what is your ridiculously small step? Mm. What is a step so small that if there was a zombie apocalypse today, you can still do it? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yes, I love that. What is that ridiculous small step that you can take today to get closer to that goal? Not to completely achieve it, but to get closer. So it doesn't need to be complete the website. 
is I need to log in to Squarespace. Exactly. I need to open the tab. I need to email. Mm -hmm. If there was a zombie apocalypse around you, you would still have the capacity to do it. And you know what? That's funny you should mention that because I literally yesterday when I when I finally was like, you know what? I'm not going to have time to like, I'm not going to launch this because I don't know what package to get. I reached out to customer service and they were like, we're just going to extend you for another two weeks for your free trial because it sounds like you still aren't really sure what kind of package you want. So let's give you more time. So again, I I reached out and I accepted the help that was coming to me. And I was like, Oh great. Another two weeks to like mess around, get to talk to other people who use swear. like now I know that I have to go do a little bit more research to figure out which plan I'm going to buy. Cause it's a yearly plan. And that's, that should be cheap girl. (laughs) That's an investment. Yes. Sometimes that ridiculously small step can be like, let me open a tab and leave it open. So mm-hmm. I know I need to get to that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so I'm going to share. I, I share, but I'm going to share a big one because like I'm vibing with Vanessa. Like we're here. We're like, <laughs> ready. So my big failure, big ass failure has been that I have not closed one sale in two months. I've had small coaching, but I have not closed one sale in two months. I have, we bought a new house and I have two kids. So like, that's a problem. (laughs) She's like, so just to put it into perspective. (laughs) Um, So it was, and then I messed up with my bank and I still haven't been able to like get money from the close account to the, to the new account. Mm. And I feel like, like I, I cried. I talked really? to my therapist. I've like talked to my coach. I talked to Yovana. I talked to my husband and I realized that I wasn't doing what I help other people to do. I wasn't mm. playing for my strengths, mm. which is something that we do a lot. And yeah. I said, idiot, <laughs> mm-hmm. stop. Like you need to, I, I, I had to stop. I, I vented, I cry, I the pataletie, like he said, to, like get it out, get it out, yes, okay, yeah. okay, get it out. There's two things that could be happening. One, that you suck and you're a horrible person. <laughs> when that we know that's not true. <laughs> and I know, and and the second one is that your business model does not work. Either does not work with you because you're not showing what you really want to do or it's not working for your client. If I went through the first one, it's like, I suck, I'm horrible. It's like, oh, I've had horrible shit happen to me. I've been fired, I've been laid off. We've had like, how are we gonna buy food next week for the kids? And we, I figure it out. So that means that it's not that I suck because I always figure it out. Mm-hmm. I always find a way to not survive, but thrive. Mm. So that's not it. You don't suck, Paulette, you don't suck then the issue is whether you're not doing what really brings you joy or you're not working, you're not giving your clients what they need. And I realized that I was in priority. I was going with the flow with what others wanted me to do, clients, partners, rather than doing what I am positioned best to do for my clients, that it's what I want to do because shit, I am smart. Shit, I know what to do. A lot mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. Am I doing the ones that I want to do? And I sat down. I was like, I'm going to plan it. I'm going to redo my goals. I'm going to take that strategic plan and clean it up. And I sat down last week and created a plan. And then I sat down with Yovana this morning and walked her through through the whole plan and I am finally going to be doing the things that I want to do that I'm positioned best to do Mm. and I'm gonna stop like giving discounts I'm gonna I'm gonna ask for top dollar because if I ask when I was in the nonprofit field I was negotiating top dollar there you go so you know do it you know you why can get it, and you know there's abundance out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why am I? What I need to, you know, Yovana and I did a, a summit the other day, and and one of the presenters said, "Stay out of people's pockets." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay out of people's pockets. This is how much it is to work with me for a VIP day. 
if you don't like it, then here are other people that are amazing. Mm -hmm. But what other people can give you in three months or six months, I can give it to you in a day. So you, you know, tell me which one you like. Mm -hmm. um, and and so it was a failure. It was difficult. It was horrible. I cried so much. But it's about what it's we learned. What we learned from the failure that most of the time is really about how am I showing up and am I showing up in the wrong way or am I showing up in the wrong spaces or am I, um, is my environment the wrong environment? Yeah. It was all of them. So. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. And yeah. you came to that realization and that's beautiful because mm -hmm. you were able to do it without judging yourself, forgiving yourself. And that's like in the most, like, that's perfect. Right. Cause that's a good place mm -hmm. to be in. And that's something that like, there's um there's a Hawaiian like saying it's uh I don't know it's called like hoponopono some shit like that hoponopono pono <laughs> something like that but the four things is um I'm sorry I forgive you I love you and thank you and so those four things like I always tell myself when I'm giving myself a hard time or even like other people like if I'm like giving other people a hard time you know and I'm I'm realizing that it's just like a, a reflection of like how what I'm feeling and shit. Mm -hmm. I pause and I'm like, you know, I'm sorry. I forgive you. I love you. And thank you. Like, mm -hmm. it's, all I love good. That. it's all good. You know, and there's a, there's a Gandhi quote, or he says something that's like, every night we die and every morning we're reborn, you know? So it's like every, every morning we get the chance to like start over and like, you know, that's that's what helps me get out of those funks or out of those like moments of feeling like, fuck, I'm failing or like whatever. Like that's the other side of the coin. It's like mm -hmm. okay, they're there. We're here. We're here. We're alive. And we got this. I love, <laughs> I love it because we tend to forget that. Right. We tend to mm -hmm. forget that there is a tomorrow. Like, yeah. You're just like, wait, but this didn't fit into the because, we, because sometimes it all blends in and sometimes mm -hmm. it just feels like one long month, one long year, one long whatever. But like, mm -hmm. yeah, we forget that like when we go to sleep, we're literally like it's a fresh slate, you know? It's like <laughs> we have to start over again. So yeah. And yeah. that's the thing is like forgive yourself for what you didn't accomplish. Like, you know, you didn't get the website done yesterday or today or whatever the hell. Like, eh, that's okay. Like you know that your goal is to get it done and you know that you're gonna get it done. Mm -hmm. So that's what you focus on is the fact that you're going to get it done. Not that you didn't get it done yesterday. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So what is a book that leaders making moves should read? What's your book recommendation? 100% oh, if you haven't read it, Jen Sincero, you are a badass yes. at making money. Mm -hmm. Love it. The green one. Yep. Mm -hmm. She has four. I love, yeah. Uh, that one's they're, all, they're all good, honestly, but for like, for like changing your, like, it could possibly be a life changing book type of situation. You know? I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I hear that. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. And she's, still, like, I like the way she writes because I feel like she's very much like my personality. Like, she's just giving it to you straight, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like, I see me in her a lot and that's cool because that's relatable like there i'm sure that there's a lot of hers like us i love you know? it mm -hmm. we're all normal here yeah. <laughs> we're all normal in our not normal way i can <laughs> i can i can definitely i attest to that yeah. <laughs> yeah. but say it was un placer having you here but let us know where else we can find you what is it through instagram linkedin what's up i'm everywhere for sure um if you just find me on uh instagram is definitely my jam i'm gonna get that as a shirt instagram is my jam um <laughs> the boss lady v i feel like that's definitely where i show up a lot more like authentically like i'm there hanging out almost like if it's my bar um and so yeah like i'm everywhere else too if you're there you know, if you're on LinkedIn, Vanessa Castillo or VCB Agency, you can look up the Rich Girl Mindset. Um, our private network, the doors are opening. We open them every quarter. So they're actually opening now in October. Um, so they will be open for the month of October and then they close again till next year. <laughs> I love community. I'm all, I'm here for it. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm part of your community and I love it too. Yes, you are. I am. We've learned so much. <laughs> so yeah, lots of uh, spiritual business marketing stuff going on in there so we got I two parts it's a community and a coaching community so if you're just looking for community we got you back if you're looking for a little more we got you back 
Love it. All right, Vanessa. Well, thank you so much All for right. joining us today and sharing you. your story with us. Um, for our listeners as well as watchers, please don't forget to leave a review. Cinco estrellitas, por favor. Um, and join the online community, Making Leader Moves on Facebook. Um, I will let you in. I am the administrator. So I'm waiting <laughs> for you. I'm waiting to click accept. Um, if you have a question, please send them over to makingleadermoves at gmail.com. Again, Vanessa, it was un placer having you. Happy Thank birthday, you. Sis. I'm yes. glad you were balloon besties today. Thank you. Happy early birthday to you, too. Uh, thank you. Can thank you so much, guys. Day? This was such an honor. I really had fun talking to you guys. And whoever's listening or watching, connect with me. I love connecting with you guys. Let's make this a party. Yes. Let's. All right, thank you so much.